are recording. Welcome to another episode of Booking Pop Culture from where I like to call the Mike Nine Studio, in part with and syndicated through Podcast Detroit. I'm your referee, Rick Vivian, and tonight's bookers are coming by way of Hotlanta, GA. He is the reigning and defending Midwest heavyweight champion, GQ, Gavin Quinn. What it do? There we go. I got your mic on finally. <laughs> All right. From Livonia, Michigan, the world's first one-legged professional wrestler, one half of the handicapped heroes, and our own American Ninja Warrior. Feel the bang for ZG, Zach Gowan. Whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop. And on the Skype machine, hailing from the law offices of Dewey, Cheatham, and Howe, our resident pop culture guru and this podcast attorney. First letter of his first name, Jay. Hello, hello. All right, cool. We got all our levels set here. Real quick, guys, as always, thanks for stopping by and doing this. I, I do appreciate you guys coming by and doing this. This is always cool. You know, I don't I don't think people realize this, but when it comes to professional wrestlers, not not very many are sports fans. Are like are you know NFL. Uh, NHL, not too many. You know, they they want to talk wrestling, they want to talk superheroes, they want to talk comic books, and that's what we've been doing. Anime, anime. We got stupid we, anime. We, got, we had our anime crew in here. <laughs> they they had an anime crew. Actually, yeah, yeah dude, that's uh, Jake and Use and uh, oh. um, Idris Abraham, man. Yeah. Jesus it's ridiculous. That's, that's <laughs> it's ridiculous. So so anyway, it's ridiculous. You know, <laughs> Pokemon. Ask. Yes. Dude, what's his name? Jay Maynard has a Pokemon tattoo. Jesus. Yeah, he just that got that too. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Well, then he just got that shit. I here's my thing with tattoos. You know, if you're looking to be signed, I mean, that's what every wrestler wants to be is signed, right? Why do you put a trademarked anything on your body? Yeah, I work for CM Punk. Well, yeah. <laughs> But you know, he's not CM Punk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta become CM Punk, I guess. But GQ anyway. was the understatement of the year. Dude. <laughs> All right, okay. Well, anyway, <laughs> anyway. So God, when it started off with that fire, yeah. started off hot. Here's what? the fire, brought that fire. The, but when it comes to sports, these two are the guys: GQ, Zach. I think the last XI show was a testament of that. Uh, we talked before the show. We set up a TV for that Lions home, not home opener, but season opener. And uh, that one was hype, too. You two, yeah. I mean, everyone else is walking by, but you two were staring at thing at that thing the whole night. You know, so that's I guess I kind of want to get into this. We're gonna we're gonna skip the we're gonna skip the superhero talk. We're gonna skip the comic books. Amen. And we're gonna jump right into fantasy football. I got a couple leagues. I'm in a league with Jay. I need some help. And you know, I, I guess it's too late to talk draft strategies, but I'm curious about draft strategies. The league that Jay and I are in is is eight teams, so draft strategies is simple. You can just get anybody, and even you can get anybody on the wire still. But then I'm in a 14 team league that you got to know your shit. If your first pick sucks, and that was one they did at Labor Day night, and I think I was at Eddie Venom's uh, barbecue. And so I had to do the auto draft, and oh, you can't do that. <laughs> no, I just it's no, unacceptable. No, 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 no. It tanked me, man. Yeah. No, so, that's... W- so what I think is, um, what's important. There's some general rules to kind of live by, uh, meaning quarterbacks can be picked late. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm in a 12 team league, and okay. uh, the 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 parity or the uh, disparity between, you know, uh, uh, the number one quarterback and the 12th quarterback is is. Is is very small. It's, uh, uh, I mean, uh, obviously, yeah. I mean, if you got if you got Russell Wilson running and throwing, you know, he, he'll get you thirty. But any quarterback, if you're in a twelve team league, any quarterback should be able to get you twenty points. Your For starting sure. quarterback should be able to get you twenty points every sure. week. 
Every week. Every week, start, starting mean, average. average. You know what I mean? Yeah. Really? Oh, I mean, yeah. Uh, maybe not 20, eight, you know, 18, 19. But it should be up there. Yeah, whether you have, like, look at Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan was a free agent in my league in 12 That's what I'm league. saying, dude. He sucked last year. He Bro, was terrible. Stafford is in, in the 12th round. You see what I'm saying? And, and, and Stafford's going to air it out because the Lions are, are dog shit. And so they're going to be throwing a lot of uh, passes coming from behind. Um, so you got to look at that. Uh, so what? And the thing about running backs is, first of all, running backs are always getting hurt. Always, s- always getting hurt. And second of all, uh, there's always running backs, either rookies or free agents, that are going to emer- emerge around week three, week four, week five, kind of where, where we're in. Yeah, right or, now. Or, or a guy that's in a timeshare currently that's not going to be in a timeshare anymore. You know oh, what I mean? Right. They're, you know they're splitting cares like a guy like that, like like Derrick Henry out of Tennessee. Like Demarco Murray's probably going to get hurt. Yep, in my opinion. So if you have if you have Derrick Henry, he's going to be a beast in my opinion. Right. Same thing with the Dolphins, bro. Thanks. So. They don't run the ball enough. Yep. They they fucking blow. So right. they're always down by thirty. You know what I mean? So Tannehill's throwing to Jarvis Landry. You know I think I mean? Tannehill might be the worst quarterback in the league, you think bro. So? Oh my god, yeah, that, that team sucks. He's the worst starting quarterback sucks. I've ever seen, bro. Yeah, you you see sucks. the? Uh, there was a Facebook meme or whatever floating around. I think it was on. A, you ever you ever follow that Black Adam Schefter? Scheffler, I've Scheff- seen it. It's hilarious. They had they had his his O line like the entire right side just basically just you know screw it, let him at him. Yeah, with no awareness at all, yeah. <laughs> no situational awareness. So the idea is, for me, my strategy is I, I stock up on the best receivers I possibly can uh, in the early rounds. Like, for example, this year, I had picks 12 and 13, the last pick in the first round, first pick in the second round. I went A.J. Green and Allen Robinson. I want to ride those guys uh, more than likely to the end of the season. Uh, they're they're going to be my, my workhorses. But then, um, uh, you know, rounds four or five, uh, picked up Carlos Hyde. Uh, pick up Arian Foster. I'm going to ride out Arian Foster, Arian Foster bro. bro. <laughs> he blows, bro. I don't know why he's that, he's that example. I, 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 don't, I got a soft spot for him, man. It's, it's, it's like that old car that you know you can't make the road trip. It's going to break down, but, man, is it comfy inside. Right. And you just want to say, you just want to put the windows down, and you just want that car, You've bro. You've been farting in those seats for so long. <laughs> <you know? laughs> but when it, goes to, when it comes to draft strategies, man, I'm, I'm all about best player available. Always. Sure. So if I'm at pick 25 and I can get like maybe like Keenan Allen like may have fallen to 25, right? I've already put I've already made up my decision. I don't like Keenan Allen, so I don't care if he falls to 35. I'm not taking him. Like I don't care where they rank him. He's just a guy I don't want. He gets hurt. You know what I mean? He's inconsistent. So I always go with, I always look, you know, and I always have in in, in the rounds you'll you'll generally get two or three guys that should be there. You know what I mean? Because most people just mm-hmm. go by the sure. by the rankings. So you have two or three guys that you don't stray from. So even if you get pick twenty one and maybe a guy fell, you were like, "Well, I, I I had this guy ranked high, and that's that's what I always go with." So I thought Aaron, I thought Aaron Rodgers was gonna have a beast year, so I took him. It was like in the in the fourth round. Or Man, something. fourth I, round? Yeah, fourth round. That's I like early Aaron Rodgers. QB. Well, it is, but but if you're yeah, in the top tier, of, he throws, I, yeah. he's he's probably going to throw forty touchdowns. But so but, so what, what, does it really matter if you know that you're getting the production? Does it matter where you take somebody? Right. It doesn't. If you if you know that hundred percent, you're getting production out of him. No, man, you got you got to do the math, bro, because because <laughs> it's like, all right, what's the difference between the, then uh, uh, Rogers forty touchdowns compared to Matthew Stafford's thirty four touchdowns? 
or a 32 touchdown, he, he whatever that's going to be, when you, when you can get Stafford in the 10th round or whatever it is, and then you could stock up on either a receiver or running back in that for, for that fourth pick that's going to be guaranteed production or a very high likely 15-point uh, 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 per game production in the fourth round. Their fourth-round players should be getting between 12 and 18 points a game. I would never take a quarterback that high. I'm trying to get the most points available with what I got going on. Yeah. But what if you can get a, uh, a wide receiver and quarterback combo? That's always something I try to go for. Like, look, like look at it. I tried that. Instance, I tried in the that fourth this round. Year. You could get like T.Y. Hilton, right? You're telling me you'd rather have T.Y. Hilton than Aaron Rodgers? Yes. No. Yes. Yes. If no. I, I'll get T.Y. Hilton. Um, it's or, consistency. T.Y. Hilton's going to no. have you a game where he gets three points. You know what I mean? I don't. I don't want to do that shit. I don't. I don't want three points on my team. I want a consistent. So I take like in the fifth, I took Melvin Gordon. I was real high on Melvin Gordon. I was too, bro. You know what I mean? I so they were too. talking about he was working out in the off season with AP, and you know what I mean? Like Danny Woodhead's another year older. Yep. So he was a guy that's it's his second year. This he struggled. He didn't even have one touchdown. So I drafted him on both my teams because I was that confident in him. You have and two he leagues. has yeah, and he has. Uh, what, like six touchdowns or something? Four, yeah. Four or five? I mean, it's so um, what I wanted to do this year, speaking of what they were doing in the offseason, I, I wanted to get Eddie Lacy because he was doing P90X in the offseason. Dude, dude, I got <laughs> Pork <laughs> chop dropped 60 pounds, bro. He looked <laughs> How has his numbers been this year? Eddie They're not Lacey? giving him the ball I enough. I got Lacy on one of my leagues. No, I, I, I have him in both bro. my leagues. Yeah. So. How's his numbers, bro? He, he's get. I think he's at like five yards of carry. He fizzled out, But they out, don't bro. give him the fucking ball. They he's don't hand the ball out. off. He fizzled out, bro. Flash in the pan, dude. Nah, man. He's he had that one. Bro. He had that he's, one. He's, he's got that. He's that lean pork chop. <laughs> <laughs> that P90X, man. He needs to do some DDP yoga, bro. He's got. There That's you what go. He needs to do. Uh, 214 yards, 43 attempts. Oh, yeah, through four, four games. What's that yards per carry? Oh man. So he gets 50 yards a game, bro. It How many touchdowns, guys? How many uh, touchdowns? Touchdowns. No touchdowns. <laughs> Zero. Come on, bro. See, I want to touch on something that Zach just said, and that's something I actually try to avoid, which is the uh, receiver-quarterback combo, uh, because you it, you either feast or famine on that. And right. I actually took advantage of the guy I was playing this week. I was going to get just screwed because nobody really produced for me this week. And the Giants were playing on Monday night, and I was playing. Uh, I had all my guys that played. He hadn't had uh, Odell Beckham Jr. or Manning play yet, and they shit the bed all over the field last night, right. and well, didn't get really anything. Eli they they only needed to get thirty points combined, and they, he would have smoked me. And they didn't even get that. Him playing Eli Manning against the Vikings is ridiculous. In my opinion. Yeah, but but, but in Minnesota, but, but no to, to, yeah. to Jay's credit, to Jay's uh, buddy's credit, he had to ride the Odell Beckham train, bro. And then when it's when it's Odell Beckham train, you gotta you gotta throw Eli Ban. You know he's, it's a it's, you, you want a package yeah, deal, um, because the the touchdown should be there mm-hmm. theoretically. Now last year I balled out with uh, Drew Brees and Brandon Cooks. I mm-hmm. mean that that combination took me to the took me to the, I, yeah, I won my Brandon league. Cooks was bad for a long time in, last year because yeah. I had him. He was like e- either he was I, dog shit for the first like six games. He was either I picked him up later or I made a trade or something. I can't quite remember, but. This year, I tried to get uh, the, the Phil Rivers, <laughs> Antonio <Right>. Gates <laughs> touchdown uh, Gates, connection. Gates going. has been out. Phil Rivers has yeah. been out. I don't know why you would target that, <laughs> that combo. Because, bro, I like, I, dude, I think the average age of my player on my teams are like 33, <laughs> dude. Like, <laughs> I like all old dogs. You like those veterans, huh? Yeah, I do, man. They know how, they're wily, man. Yeah. They know how to, they know how gonna to get, get the it. job done. Yeah. Not so much in the first few weeks. Nah, man. Yeah. I don't know what it is about Phil Rivers either. He sucks me in every year. I think this is the 
fourth Dude, year in a row. Yeah, I've me had, too. I always got him. I always have not him. Me. Yeah. In my other league, he's my he's my starter that auto drafted, and then they picked up that kid from uh, from Denver. And I think I'm going to start. Simeon, I, I, man. Yeah, I think I'm going to start using Trevor him. Trevor Simeon, he might be hurt last he? week. Yeah, yeah, he got hurt. I played him because Rodgers was out on bye. No, yeah. played him. Died who's in the who's first their quarter. backup, man? Uh, oh, uh, no, that that young uh, not Sanchez kid they just drafted, Paxton mm. Lynch. Oh yeah. Yeah. How did he look? He balled out. Did he ball out? Yeah. Who about that, that kid that's... Uh, Carson Wentz balling out. Oh, yeah. Dak yeah. Prescott balling out, dude. They, I think the Eagles saw Jared that coming. So when not they, balling they out, They saw bro. a chance to get rid of Bradford, Minnesota. Like, shit, we got this rookie. We got it. That kid uh, that's taking over for Tony, Tony Romo. Dak Prescott. Yeah. yeah. I don't. I wouldn't play him in fantasy, though. No. He doesn't do enough. Doesn't yeah. throw enough. It's a, they have a weird team. It'd be a crapshoot. Yeah. They got a weird team, man. Button, man. Yeah, I got you, bud. <laughs> That's my eating button. I'm, just, I'm eating the mic. That's right. Just lean back. I'm a professional. <laughs> I've seen enough cooking shows. You need yeah. to take the cooking show bite and then throw it in the corner. Yeah. With with me, like the, the the beginning rounds obviously matter, but if you draft well late, there's always sure. players late that that blow up. So if, if you do your research, cause most people don't, they, they go into like the first four or five rounds and then everybody else is just a crapshoot. It's who, it's who basically have you heard of before who used to be good three years ago. So like, if you can draft the right rookies and the right times, like I drafted Will Fuller this is a prime example. I drafted Will Fuller in the hell. 10, yeah. And there was a guy in my league that was like, that's a little early for Will Fuller. And come to find out Will Fuller is a fucking beast. That's my boy, bro. And I, and I traded him, who who was the other one I traded? Uh, it was Will Fuller and Chris Ivory for Lamar Miller, who gets the ball like thirty five times a game. You're already making trades, and it's week four. I'll make a trade before the season starts. Yeah, I'll okay. make a trade same day. <laughs> I will. <laughs> I will. Wow. Yo, truth. shout out to GQ for the Will Fuller tip, man. He's balling out for me. Will yeah. Fuller, I Melvin Gordon too. Yep. <clears throat> I uh, I made a trade. I think week two for uh, it was uh, uh, who did I trade? Uh, I traded Matt Forte, who was balling out, but I hopped off the Forte Forte um, a train because that that that's a, that's going to be derailed uh, sooner or later. And yeah, he, has, he hasn't he hasn't anything in the past. Gonna, yeah. Well, he's on the Jets now. Oh, yeah. Oh, why am I thinking so? He had, so, Chicago. So, so he looked really good yeah. early on, but I'm like Forte's not going to be able to keep it yeah. up throughout the season. So I traded, and they're going to be down. He's got to yeah, be the only thing they the have. Exactly. Who's even? Who's their quarterback right now? It's magic. Oh, that's right. He's just Fitz throwing magic, pick. bro. Throwing. Fitz, that's my boy. It's tragic, cuz. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> bro. So I traded uh, Forte for um, Will Fuller and Russell Wilson. Um, now, if I if I was smart and I started Russell Wilson this week, I would have been. I would have had 150 points, man. Um, I still won my game, but the point is. Uh, Long term, that was my long term investment because I knew Will Fuller was balling out thanks to GQ's tip, and I knew that Russell Wilson was 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 in a slump, but he's going to come back, and and Russell Wilson's going to ball out. He's a baller, dude. I'm a bit I'm a big fan of like treating it like it's the stock market, like sure. players. Like I was just telling Zach earlier, guys like Julio Jones or AJ Green. If you're ever going to trade AJ Green or Julio Jones, Do it, it now, should be right now because. They're never their stock's never going to be higher. I mean, it's the you beginning of the season. People are going to panic if they're down. If they're one and three, they're going to panic. You know what I mean? So they'll give you a. They'll try to make. Uh, you know, they'll give you Zeke for two sure. fives for a ten. Essentially, you yeah. know what I mean? You don't think so, they'll uh, Julio Jones will be something uh, later? Yeah, but the... he'll get hurt. Yeah, he'll get hurt. I mean, I like Julio Jones. I, I mean, I drafted Odell Beckham, which has been awful. <laughs> but um, 
I mean, who would have predicted that? that right. Be going yeah, on? you figured him. Yeah. Because he's a baller. But yeah, man, Julio Jones, he's going to get hurt eventually. I mean, Brandon Marshall's going to get hurt. For sure. He's already hurt. What right about now? so this year you go into the into the draft? Tom Brady's suspended for four games. Anybody pick him up? Teams pick him up? They wait? No, I but, didn't, but I would. I would. And I would also take uh, Le'Veon Bell, man. Yeah. Second round, I'd take Le'Veon Bell if he was available. Yeah, I think, yeah. Where at, though? Late second round? Hmm. See, but second he'll pick. never go late second round. That's what I'm saying. So I had the first pick in the third round. If if he was there in the first pick of third round, I would have taken him there. Oh, for sure. You know. That that was that I was I was a doubt. I was hoping the Miazarks on my and my squad or on my team would or on my uh, fantasy league wouldn't be smart enough to pick him up in the second round. Somebody did. Somebody did. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, he's a monster when he plays, but he gets hurt every year too. Yeah. You know? Yeah. The the league that that Jay and I are in again, it's an eight team league, so you the, the drafting's awesome. You don't have to worry about you know is this guy going to be anything. You, you just you can draft all the top players. Mm. I picked up Aaron Rodgers. I want to say probably fourth round. And then somewhere around sixth or seventh round, Tom Brady was still available, so I grabbed him. Nice. Then I realized that this is why, and we talked about this, why I have three quarterbacks on my team. Because, But hear me out, because Aaron <laughs> Rodgers' bye week was week four, and Brady wasn't going to be playing by then, so I picked up Matt Ryan, like uh, probably the second to last round. So who I do you play up, then right next week? Well, I, I played Matt Ryan this past week and well, jammed. You, okay, next week, you, I don't know. This is my question. See, to but the, you're gonna have to do that every game. Here. I don't want to do that. I want to. I want to get one quarterback and play his ass every single week. That's just me. You don't yeah. have to. Yeah. You don't have to do that. But I want. I don't want to have like, oh, well, he's playing the Vikings and he's playing because look at Car- look at what happened to Carolina the other day with Julio Jones. Mm-hmm. I mean, who would have predicted that Julio Jones would go for 300 against Carolina? Nobody. I, I would. I feel like uh, Tom Brady's gonna come out of the shoot just pissed. You think Brady's gonna think? start this week? Uh, why wouldn't he? You don't think he, he would? hasn't practiced with the team for a month. Oh, I don't think that matters. No ball out. Yeah, I think they'll. I mean, so? Yeah, I, I think so. The system, I, man. That's well, because they got they got that's, shut out last this that's past Bella weekend cheap, too, bro. right? Yeah. That's Bella cheap, bro. Yeah, exactly. Put, put them in the system. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They had him under a hood on the sideline the whole time, so yeah, <laughs> he's he's fine. Yeah, he's yeah. fine. He's he's uh, what's that? Juan Cena. You know. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I mean, let's. You guys want to keep going on fantasy football? We're uh, so you're in two leagues. You're in one league. Yeah, I'm in one league. You guys yeah. play any of those uh, draft leagues? Yes. Yeah. But I will. I will say the eight team league. I, I wouldn't want to be in an eight team league. It's, it's just, just not enough teams. Hey, I'll say was, this now. Yeah, eight teams would be tough. But if he's available, pick up Kenneth Dixon, running back, Baltimore, rookie. Uh, looked fantastic in the preseason, bro. Balled out. He's coming back from injury. I think he's in a ball out. I'd pick up Kenneth Dixon if he's available. Uh, he is available in one of my leagues, at least. Pick him up. Okay. I don't. I don't think. I don't think it's necessary for you to. Hey man, I'm not hey, gonna do it while we're talking. If hey, you have a deep bench, maybe. No, 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 no. We're <laughs> gonna. We're, we're, hey, league. bro. Trust me on this, man. This is my Will Fuller. Okay. Trust me, cause Kenneth Dixon will ball out this year. Twelve touchdowns. Guaranteed. No, Guaranteed. stop it. You got 12 stop touchdowns it. in them, bro. Stop it. 12 That's in ridiculous. them, bro. <laughs> it's, it's week four. How many weeks are left? <laughs> He's got 12 in them. Stop it. He's got 12 in them. Stop it. He's not even going to start next He's game. He's a rookie. It's Terrence West. Baltimore's always tough, though. Baltimore, They're always tough. Dude, Flacco's ball. Yeah. Bro, listen. Kenneth Dixon. He's the name. He'll be, he'll be top five draft pick next year. All right. 
I'll, I'll tag him when I post this podcast. Uh, I will, podcast. I will we'll, take that bet. We'll keep times. Wait a minute. What was the bet? What was the bet? is Zach Gowan. Yep. And as my word, Kenneth Dixon, top five draft pick next year. There's literally zero chance of that. <laughs> <laughs> literally zero. <laughs> hey, I remember when uh, Bishop Sankey was like really uh, highly like, touted. Highly touted. CG Spiller, dude. Spiller is Spiller had a touchdown this year or this 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 week. Uh, yeah, Bishop Sankey, bro. Like all the all of my daily emails and all like yeah, the inside. Dead. Like we're like, yo, pick up Bishop Sankey, man. He's gonna ball out. He's a rookie. He looks great. He's gonna do this, that, and the other, man. Yeah, he's dead now. Yeah, gone. <laughs> What uh, well that, that brings up something. So as far as draft research, preseason research, where yeah. are you guys going for that? It's all bullshit. It's all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anybody? Anybody you trust? Um, I watch a lot of like Matthew Barry stuff. Yeah, the guy on ESPN. Yeah, but it, I don't really go by him. I have guys that I like that like he doesn't like, and you know what I mean. I, I rank my own players. Like I have my, mm-hmm. if, no matter where I'm drafted, I I I, I never like take. 10 minutes to, you know what I mean? I always do live drafts generally. Mm-hmm. I, I never take like five minutes to pick my first round pick. Like some people in my league do that. Like take five minutes to pick their fucking pick. It's like you've known, you know what I mean? That we get our numbers before. Hey, you know your slot. Yeah. You know what's, who's going like to go. Like we got it like a week ahead of time. Yeah. And you're still not ready. Like you should have three people always where you're at in the order so that like in case two of them get picked, you know who you're going to take. Now you mentioned earlier about picking best person available. You, you don't necessarily have a draft strategy as far as okay, I'm getting wide receivers. I'm getting. I just always third, have fourth taken round getting some running backs, receivers in the first round. Okay, always. Now is that something you've always done, or is that because I've noticed that uh, receivers going in the top two or three spots has increased over the past year or so, uh, whereas it used to be always running backs. Yeah, well, it's a half point PPR, so that that helps, and like nowadays. All the running backs are running back by committee. I mean, how many running backs There's, are yeah. are truly, uh, you know, an every down back? Single back like team, Ezekiel yeah. Elliott, I guess you could say he is. But you know, Alfred Morris got a you know a touchdown or two, and some other guy I don't even remember his name got mm-hmm. a touchdown. So I mean, like, other guys are going to poach touchdowns, and, and and when you have the go to receiver in a passing league, what about your boy Coon, man? John got, Coon, he got three of them this week, bro. He stole three of them, bro. He had three touchdowns. <laughs> he had three touchdowns on five yards, cuz. <laughs> oh my he's god he's that guy who's the guy that they always put in for barry freaking barry would get it down to the freaking, schlesinger it was that the guy Corey Corey yeah that's right got all the got everything back yeah yeah matt Sui did it for uh, walter payton there's always that guy right like, we don't want to hurt him on the on the you know but then they put this shows my age but i don't know if you guys remember billy sims Sure. They put Billy Sims in the goal and it, line. I remember his barbecue. Yeah, so there's one right around the corner, man. But yeah, he blew, there for blew, his, blew his knee out in second his like second year in the league because of that. It's funny. I I just heard or I just read on Twitter that the Lions put out feelers for Billy Sims to come back this year. Really? They're so desperate for for any type of running game, <laughs> yeah. dude. I, they, you, know, you know, Barry's got at least a game or two. They left reached in out that to Corey Schlesinger and and Billy Sims, as a matter of fact. So. Well, they did pick up, or they at least practicing with that guy from, uh, he was a Wayne State security guard. Joy Bell? Joy Bell, yeah. Yeah, he's on Chicago now, though. Oh, is he? Okay, <laughs> yeah. yeah, he was practicing with the Lions there for a minute. Yeah, they looked at him. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you're in a draft league. I Those... A draft league? You know, one of those, uh, what, like DraftKings? That's what, that's what oh, I'm referring yeah. to as a draft league. Weekly draft league. Draft. Yeah, Week, weekly draft league, yeah. Yeah, every week. You really? Yeah. How many people? Sometimes it's like... 
No, it, uh, it varies, 500,000 right? sometimes. Oh, so you're just by, in a public one. It goes by budget. So, so, yeah, right? yeah. so they give you like $10,000 to spend on your team. Mm-hmm. So you, you might be playing guys that have the same quarterback, same running, all that yeah, stuff. That's $40,000. Right. Is what it is. Yeah. Maybe 40, so different guys. You know, if you want Antonio Brown, he's like 10000 mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So that's one fourth of your budget. You have, still have to fill out your roster. So you have to have sleepers. You know, you, you have to have guys that other people aren't going to pick because there's 500,000 people in this, you know, in this particular. Yeah, um, you, you need somebody that somebody doesn't have. For sure. And you, you know? need them to go off. Right. I mean, that's just what it is. So I don't know. You doing one, okay in that? Not this year. <laughs> uh, what do I have this year? We're up like seven bucks or something like that. You collect seven at the bucks. end of the year? How's no, that it, just, it just goes to your account. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. It seems like a, a few of those are under uh, under a little bit of investigation, how they're handling their money and stuff. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I'll give a fuck. <laughs> I'll give a fuck. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I, I will say they don't they don't advertise as much this year as they did in years past. Oh, my God. It was ridiculous the first yeah. couple of years oh, those yeah. came out. The government cracked out on it. Yeah, absolutely. Are either of you in keeper leagues? No. I am starting this year. Uh, those can get intense. And I did one... I don't know, early 2000s, and I got out of it quickly because I could see the addiction swelling. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, people that because every every year you, uh, you you draft rookies, and that's your draft. But I it's it that is a huge commitment. I've never really gotten into it, but I'm fascinated by people who are right. And the, I mean, and trades aren't probably as frequent or as willy nilly as trades are in, in in leagues that aren't keeper. I would imagine too. You know. Yeah. Oh yeah, I couldn't. You're you, stuck you, and you probably get like an emotional attachment to something if you draft him as a rookie. And <laughs> he's been my good. guy, man. Yeah, yeah, that's my dude. It's like that's my team, bro. Yeah, you're riding for you're riding for the. Well, that's that's Jay's thing in every every friggin' uh, sports video game, man. You always you always like going through the whole. Uh, Training camp to a pro deal? Or? Well, that's, yeah, I'm, a, here's I'm where, a big fan of the be a pro in uh, the hockey, basketball, yeah. football. Yeah. That's that's what I like. Well, the first thing I do is create myself, right? Um, and, and Madden, anyway. So I create myself. But I don't create, like, this uh, idealized version of me. You know, I'm not 6'4", and all my attributes are 99, 99, 99. I'm, I'm 33 years old. You know, and and then I create this backstory in my head. You know, I was you know I went to Eastern Michigan, so my I'm Eastern Michigan, six foot one, one eighty. You know, I'm a little undersized, but I'm a little quick. Like I I, I just like you see what I'm saying? Deep 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 accuracy, not so good, but short medium, I'm all right. You know, and then I always put myself as the backup uh, for the Lions, and like I had this whole like fantasy in my head. You know, Stafford goes down and he's hurt. You know, here comes Zach Gowan, a 33 year old rookie, you know, <laughs> trotting down a four field, bro. Take the Lions and sit. bro, I, it gets real in the crib, dude. It gets so real. <laughs> you think I'm lying? I'm not. This is real life, man. And yeah, and, and sort what, of. What what's so amazing? And here's what's so cool about. It's like, no, because this is the stuff that I dreamt about as an 11-year-old playing, you know, uh, uh, Joe Montana's quarterback 94 mm-hmm. or some bullshit like that, dude. Good game. Yeah, yeah it's, 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 it's actually it's a really good game. But, yeah. uh, but like, these scenarios, I'd come up, but now they have the technology to actually do it. Oh, yeah. So I owe it to my 11-year-old self to create myself. That's deep. Not, yeah, do you that's scan deep. your face? I don't scan my face. That's fucking creepy, though, man. It is. I can't do it. I don't. I don't, man. I I, I look like the average white guy, so I just ride. I just rock the the default number four, dude, and (laughs) I ride it out, bro. (laughs) (laughs) See, I when I'm playing football, I always have to create uh, Johnny Utah, the quarterback from Ohio State, uh, from Point Break. Who? 
Oh, Johnny. yeah. Never seen that. That was Keanu Reeves' point, character yeah, in Point Keanu Break. Keanu Reeves in, in Point Break. He saw the remake last year, though. <laughs> and then, he, didn't and even know, he didn't even know it was a remake. <laughs> <laughs> and then basketball is absolutely always Scott Howard, which is, of course, the Teen Wolf. Oh, okay. All right. What about that kid from Hoosiers? Uh, hey, I thought, I thought, I thought this wasn't going to be a nerd podcast. Today. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we got it. Well, video games are different. Video, we're talking sports video games. Sports video games. Sports. <laughs> it's sports, guys. Teen Wolf up in the <laughs> We had a vicious weekend in Detroit, I and mean, we can take it to Detroit here. It was the worst. This is this is one of the worst. Bro, it was the worst. It yeah. hurt, bro. It was the worst. <laughs> it hurt. I was on the way home, uh, so I just had the I had the Lions game on. Chicago goes up seven nothing. I flipped on the Tigers game. <sighs> they, you know, the, the the Tigers shit the bed last game of the season. Didn't even the, watch. Didn't even watch a second. Really? Swear to God. No, I I usually listen to the radio anyway. Oh, in fact, I got. We can, we can go into second deck here in a minute. Oh, <laughs> I got all those clips have you ready. Heard that? Uh-uh. Rod Allen's home run. Call. Oh, all right. Well, let's just go right into this. Go ahead. <laughs> Before this you got to play. About two you got to give them the backstory. Yeah, yeah. So about two weeks ago, Fox Sports, Mario and Pemba, Rod Allen, I think it was against Baltimore, maybe. Um, McCann's up. Jack's a home run. Mario's calling it. And Rod Allen, obviously, is adding his little Ron Allen-isms. I'll, I have the full uh, thirty-second clip here. He hit the yeah. He hit yeah. the home run yeah. up into the second deck uh-huh. of yeah. I think it was like Minnesota or whatever. I think it was Minnesota. Was it Minnesota? I thought Baltimore. So. Well, yeah, I think. Yeah. But so the, actually, I got the whole clip here. The first thing Rod said is creepy as fuck, and then then he drops this little nugget. Just listen. Let's hear it. Here. High, towering drive, left center field. That ball is hit well, and that ball is way back and gone. Ooh, James, did you? McCann put a charge into that one, and it went a long way. A three-run shot for the Tigers. Second deck. <laughs> <laughs> Number 12 on the year for James McCann. Six, nothing Detroit. So <laughs> what did he say first? Oh, the, the first part was like, ooh, James, did you? <laughs> like, what the fuck was that? Like, but then, so you, you think that, and that might have caught some people's attention. Like, wait, what did he just say? And then his follow-up is... Second dick. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, good. Oh, uh, GQ's telling me about this, and I knew, uh, I knew that sports radio was, was picking up on it, and I hadn't heard it yet. And then they just started playing this thing, <laughs> like, just ferociously. That's got to be a ringtone They somewhere. play it on the oh, yeah. radio constantly. They start telling stories. Second just, dick. Second dick. <laughs> when I first heard it, I was like, how are they playing that on, on the air? Like, how are they allowed to play that? And then they would obviously tell the backstory. But if you but, didn't know when you yeah, just heard that. Yeah. <laughs> so now they just say second deck. Um, so that's it's all you know, me and my friends are doing it on Facebook constantly. <laughs> just, second dick. <laughs> So bad. <laughs> so hashtag second, second deck dip. right there. Second deck. <laughs> second deck. So so that was our highlight of the Tigers season right there. Yo, um, hey, hey, play that back one more time. Oh, you, you want to hear the whole thing? No, no, no. Oh, you just... Second deck. <laughs> second deck. <laughs> second deck. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't baseball great? Unbelievable. <laughs> Unbelievable. Second deck. Yeah, second deck. <laughs> and I guess, so, uh, and, like, they just kept going. And so uh, 97.1 interviews 
Rod Allen, like, yeah. when, when were when you were you aware of this? And he's like, well, I, I you know, we just were doing our play by play. But when he got on the bus, the team bus to go home or to go to the hotel or whatever, Brad Asma, uh, whatever, Asmus, um, he's soon to be fired. No, the, he the I bet you they don't. The first thing he said to him as he's getting on the bus is second deck. <laughs> And then like, everybody on the team was giving him shit about it. They had heard it before he heard it. You think he's going to stick around? I think he's going to stick around, too. Yeah. One, really? The problem <sighs> is is that, you, okay, you fire him, but then who do you hire unless yeah. uh, the dude from uh, the Angels gets shit canned and then they move him over? No, I think they'll bring that guy up. Lloyd McClendon Lo- and yeah. no. I, I do not want you know, fucking Lloyd McClendon. That's what I think they would bring up, though. Fuck hey, Lloyd he, McClendon. Here's the problem, right? Here's the problem. They baseball, fucking suck. Baseball sucks. <laughs> Zach was going to go, yeah, he baseball, the problem. Baseball. Suck a dick. Suck a dick. <laughs> That's the problem. Bro. Yeah. I, I wanted them to make a play for Joe Madden. I knew he wanted to go to the Cubbies, but fucking A. I mean, I, 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 I feel like in the back of my mind somewhere, Illich at least called him and said, is there anything we can do? Because I knew that guy was going to do something with the Cubbies. Cubby's won what? He's, he's got a beast ass team though. I mean, well, in yeah, they're they're putting together. They're they got it I this mean, year. If they don't win the fucking World Series this year, and and the, I think what? the Red Sox could beat them. You think so? Yeah, it'd be interesting. That'd be classic, man. Wrigley versus Fenway. Yeah. Oh shit, that's what I wanted. I wonder back... what a ticket to that would be. Oh god, back in back in '84 when it was uh, Tigers versus well, it was the Padres, but it was going to be the Cubs, and that you know Tigers versus or you know Tiger Stadium versus Wrigley. Holy shit! And that's I think the the ratings of the playoffs Tiger which Stadium start was today. A dump though, it was a dump, but it was hard dump, man. It was great. You ever been to Fenway? <laughs> that was a stinky dump. I've never been to Fenway. Fenway's a dump. Fenway is the exact same thing as the Tiger Stadium, but smaller. You walk into this like, except they're selling uh, clam chowder and Guinness. That's <laughs> every friggin' stand is selling fucking clam chowder. Uh, Wrigley's, I guess. Well, this is the last year for like the Wrigley. Bleachers, I think they're. I think after this world, you know, or however far they're going to go, they're going to tear that part of the stadium down and rebuild it or something. On the on the Green Monster, no uh, Wrigley Green Monsters is Fenway. Oh, they're the, tearing down Wrigley. You said no, they're not tearing down Wrigley. I think they're doing modifications to it. Like oh. they're they're saying that, or maybe at least the area around it or something. I think they're building up those houses around it to to be further uh, bleachers and shit. Because well, um, Wrigleyville is actually a nice place to live now, where it didn't used to be. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, all, all, all the uh, all the hipsters took over. Oh, yeah, always. Yeah, they got gentrified. Once Coca Cabana and CM Funk moved in, dude, that's all they needed. <laughs> Do we want to talk NHL? I mean, season starts in a, in a week. I think we talked about it earlier. The, the wings are all the wings seem to be after is, is a playoff streak. I don't feel like they're a young team. This dude was supposed to be able to talk to these young players. They have no defense. Oh, here's uh, is this Beckham? This wasn't this past week. This, this is, is just last them. year. Yeah. All right, everybody, we're watching uh, ESPN right now. <laughs> they, just, uh, they got Odell Beckham up there. Beckham's a hoe, dude. It, yeah? Oh, yeah. He's, he's a 24, 24-year-old black guy with blonde hair, man. And we, we all expect him to act like Jerry Rice or something, you know, to, to be the the utmost of uh, professionalism and, and the top tier. No, man, he, he he's a dude. Listen, I'm 33 years old. He's the generation below me. He, I mean, he's coming up with with Lil Uzi Uvert and, uh, and Ray Schremmerd and Kodak Black and all of these. It's, 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 a, it's a cultural shift, man. It's a, it's a different deal going on where uh, basically, long story short, Odell Beckham wants to dance. Right. He's a dancing-ass uh, yeah. dude. 
And that, for me, for you, GQ, for you, Rick, that wasn't socially acceptable for us. We couldn't be like dancing ass dudes with frosted tips and stuff like that. Like growing up, we couldn't do that, right? Um, Odell Beckham is that guy. He hasn't scored in, he hasn't scored anything this year. He hasn't had the opportunity to dance. He's so losing his damn because mind. he hasn't danced. Like this, this vitriol and this frustration level is is well, and people know he's so up. easy to get riled up. So yeah. now everybody's he's fucking a kid, with him. man. He's a everybody's yeah. fucking he's with a, him. He's a dancing ass dude who's a kid, so he's easy to, to mess with. I, I worry about his mentally uh, soft. I worry about his mm-hmm. me, his mental state moving forward because mm-hmm. I don't want to see a breakdown or something like that. I mean, no. it, it got really weird with Josh Norman last year with, with that fight with, with the Panthers. Like it, I, mm-hmm. like it, it, it felt. Like it wasn't it wasn't just so aggressive or like trying to win. It felt like it felt ugly, you yeah. know. Um, and so I worry about the, his mental state. I mean, the, the dude's obviously talented beyond beyond measure. Um, now, mentally, can he handle the rigors of fame? Can he handle the rigors of all of a sudden being if he's a doing m- well, multi millionaire? If can, he's doing well, well, where did he come from? What was his background? What's his family structure like? Does he have the foundation to be able to to handle all of this? Guys have had the talent for years and years and years, and guys have fizzled out as fast as they've come into the league. Um, and I hope that doesn't happen with OBJ because the dude obviously is a great talent, and as a human being, I hope it doesn't happen to him. Um, but uh, but let, let's 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 hope he can get his shit together and, and and ball out like he's supposed to, man. But I really hope he has the foundation and the structure to be able to support his new lifestyle. Right online today. His dancing ass lifestyle, bro. <laughs> That's all he wants to do is dance, dude. That's all he wants to let do. Let the man dance, bro. <laughs> And somebody was saying online, you know, if he if he's unable to deal with the, you know, the coverage that he has now, imagine if he had trash talking Deion Sanders, uh, you know, if he was lining up against him. Oh, is it? I mean, it's a different league, and, and we could talk about the bad boys and in, in the NBA, yeah. and we could talk about how it's different. First of all, LeBron James will ball out any 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 year, any era. A of, big kid. Of, oh my god, dude! It's a big kid. Um, he's just a big dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah just a just yeah. a monster of genetics. Yeah, and yeah. He's, he's a freak. Um, but and back then you could take hey, steroids. But what I don't a, care what anybody says; those guys were on steroids. All those back guys. in the '90s, some of those basketball players, for sure. Man, well, yeah, they didn't. They didn't test. I, yeah. I, I'll tell you who wasn't on steroids: was Bill Ambeer, bro. No, he was, <laughs> no, he, he was on carbohydrates. Yeah, he had spaghetti, cuz. He ate spaghetti yeah. and beer, dude. He was a Budweiser and pepperoni pizza guy, dude, every yeah. night. I don't think Rick, Rick Mahorn was either. Rick Mahorn. I think Rick Mahorn was on Rick those Mo- carbohydrates, too. Yeah, he, Rick Mahorn was more at the local strip club yeah. uh, doing lines of blow, but, like, followed up but like, with, like, the most stout uh, Guinness <laughs> that you could drink. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So he's getting his carbs in with his party. You know who was hanging is- with him, though, was uh, fuck Microwave. Uh, Vinny Johnson. Vinny Johnson, dude. <laughs> Vinny, Johnson. Vinny Johnson was, was, he was known to be, he was at every strip club, dude. dude. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> A microwave. Yeah. yeah, buddy. Trying to heat it up. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting, though. But, yeah, so, you know who couldn't hang? Uh, that soft-ass stuff, Curry couldn't hang, bro. Couldn't hang in the 80s, bro. Oh, no, they would have no, eaten he, him out loud. I mean, you, he had a mental breakdown game seven, dude. He had a mental yeah. breakdown game five when he threw his uh, uh, his mouth guard. And thank God for LeBron James, and thank God for all these jokes that we got off on the Warriors' expense over the summer <laughs> to carry me through dog shit baseball season, dude. <laughs> Is that what you needed, man? <laughs> Yeah, that's what I needed, bro. Now, now I'm looking for something else because the Lions have shit the bed, yeah. and I don't know where to turn. Basketball starts. Pistons, man. Yeah. Yeah. What? I like the Browns this year. Stop. I mean, I don't think they're going to. 
I don't think they're going to um, win the championship or anything. But I think they're they they're, they're arcing team. upwards. I like Andre yeah. Drummond. They're a young team. They're talented. Man. Yeah. No, they got the. I think they got the right guy to to run that ship right now. They'll the, get the five seed. Yeah. In the East. I guess there's there's oh, yeah. strong talk of the Pistons talking to Illich, uh, who's who's a guy, Tom Gore, uh, Gores, talking to Illich about running some Pistons games or or while they're building the arena, setting it up so that it can accommodate basketball properly. Mm. And 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 running basketball out of that same you know bringing Detroit or the Pistons back to Detroit they That'd just want to they got a you know he's got quite an investment it in make, the Palace it makes zero sense that the the Palace is in Auburn Hill zero. oh god it, bro it, zero sense it made it made more sense when the Silverdome was out there because yeah. we were trying to do a little sports complex yeah. uh, out sure. that way yeah but look what we have but, on Woodward right now holy crap yeah, <laughs> yeah. They, they did it right finally and they. They brought it back downtown where it needs to be, and it's mm. it's a great complex they got down there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Downtown's beautiful, man. Ton of, ton of parking, and you can if just you go to any game. Yeah, man. if you guys haven't visited Detroit in the past few years, man. Yeah. Any listeners out there, come visit Detroit. It's gorgeous. We, just, man. Uh, was, we went down there last night for that Ghost concert, cool. and uh, Dave Christ, uh, Ohio's yeah. for Killers. He was at the bar with uh, with with the folks from Top Rope Review. And he wanted he wanted to go for a walk around the area because I guess he had done the Juggalo show so many times out of St Andrews and whoa, out of whoa. Uh, there you go out of well it was a state theater back then he had never seen the area around there so they took him they were taking him for a walk around the area just to see what was up see Comerica see Ford Field oh yeah so, yeah it's I, I I love Detroit I love going down there and I took Jake with us I ended up taking Jake to uh, Lafayette Coney Island. Like, oh, nice. Yeah, if you're in Detroit, you got to go to Lafayette Coney Island. At least experience it. Go down to the bathroom, order properly. Oh, God. Pay the man. I'm <laughs> those gonna, bathrooms, yeah. dude. You yeah. can, I almost, I, Dangerous. I, my knees being what they are, man. I can't go down them steps, man. It's death. <laughs> yeah, they violate every every city code, every building code in in, in the world. But they probably got grandfathered in because they've that's, been there forever. That's what I was yeah. talking last night. There's, so it's there's, Lafayette, not, not American Coney Island, huh? Um, I mean, if if I'm choosing, do you, I'm are going you to Lafayette. Kind of, do you know what? Do you, feel, do you taste the difference between the two, or, or what? Uh, or is it just an atmosphere? I've, I'm more about atmosphere. Yeah. Uh, to me, uh, I mean. A hot dog's I, a hot dog. Yeah, they're they're conies, and I guess now they're using the same exact hot dogs. At one time, they were using different hot dogs. Okay. They were using different onions. Um, I think their coney mixes were the same. I mean, they're 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 the same family. I guess the deal is American coney existed first. That's the bigger one. Sure. And then the two brothers, uh, you know, got in a fight, whatever. And so the other brother opened Lafayette, basically next door in that friggin' you know hallway of a of a restaurant. Right. And um, you know, just change things up a little bit, but now they're doing the exact same recipes. So, th- they? so they are the same. Uh, I just, you know, I mean, Americans there, I'll go there, but I like walking into Lafayette, and it's just to me, it's just a classic Detroit place. Got That's to. All. I haven't been on there since I was eight years old, man. Really? I've, all right, not, not. I haven't had a Coney dog. Oh, okay. From Lafayette or American? Oh, since I was eight, I, yeah, me neither. Yeah, there's so much good food down in Detroit. It, it's not. It's not my first choice for food, but it's just one of those things. Like if you got somebody who doesn't go down to Detroit much. Okay, here's Detroit. Here's the flavor of Detroit. Right. Yeah. When my uh, quick story, Go when ahead. my wife immigrated to here, first thing we did after we she landed in uh, Windsor was I said, "Okay, welcome to Detroit. We're going to Lafayette." Yeah. I, I was, where I like um, Where did your wife come from? Oh, we're from Canada. Yeah, they're Canadian. Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> so it wasn't a, ma- a mail order bride situation. No. Well, she's Indian, but a Indian from Canada. Canadian, she's Canadian Indian. There you go. Yeah, something like that. Canadian, Canadian, Canadian. Yeah, yeah, 
Uh, Zach's bought, just looking at me like I don't know what to do. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's Zach. I'm I'm trying to determine how racist my joke's going to be now. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, dude. After the Odell Beckham thing, I think we'll just move on. He's a dancing ass black guy, bro. <laughs> Let him dance, dude. And that's just why he's fr- frustrated. And he comes from the different culture, different different generation than me. But I see it because I'm tapped into the I'm tapped into the youth, man. Oh, Kids really? love me. Oh yeah. Okay. All of my interests are I have like my spirit animal my spirit animal is a 19 year old white girl. You know what I'm saying? So like all the TV shows, rap music, uh, all that stuff, Twitter, like I'm kind of tapped into that market. Uh, so plus, you're on public uh, pumpkin spice latte season. I love it. And Uggs and and, and spandex, <laughs> dude. Uh, so, but the thing is, I also speak to these kids. Oh, on right. a very regular basis right. when I do motivational speaking, inspirational speaking stuff, and I talk about Odell Beckham being a dancing ass black guy. <laughs> do you? No. Okay. No. I, I might. I might have to integrate. It's just a theory I'm working on, and why he's so frustrated. Uh, I'm just trying to come up with something. You know, mm-hmm. I might have to inter- integrate it into my keynote. But, um, but yeah. So I'm, I'm around kids all the time, um, and I've always been able to relate to kids more than adults and i think it's a mindset i think it's like an idealistic mindset and i think as we get older uh we we get somewhat jaded and our perspective kind of uh cone cone shape kind of comes together mm-hmm. uh and we and we lose a certain magic or a certain childlike faith uh and that's something that i i lost but i found at a certain point in my life um and so i think i can relate to kids on that level um and and so i so i so i'm i'm connected with these kids um and i see what they're going through and i see where they're coming from um and i you know i talk to these student athletes all the time mm-hmm. and i see how difficult it is to rise through the ranks even the most talented kids you've ever seen in your life but these kids can't put a sentence together they don't know how to, how to hold a conversation with you uh their, their their dads aren't around they have no idea who their dads are there's no male father figures in their life you know um, and this is kind of where I this is kind of where I come in, and, and, mm-hmm. and I try to guide a little bit or share a little bit of experience, you know. Um, so I see, so so when I see Odell Beckham kind of like imploding or coming apart at the seams, you see where it's coming. I from. See, I see it all the time with these, these other kids I, I work with, and so it looks familiar, feels familiar, mm-hmm. um, and uh, I, I hope uh, I hope they can get it together, man. Well, it's Stephen A. It was Stephen A. Smith or whatever on ESPN, who I normally don't really care for. He's on the same path as you. Like he's worried about Odell Beckham basically having a nervous breakdown. Yeah, yeah. As he's heading that way, that got deep, man. Uh, <laughs> you want to jump into the Lions, dude? <laughs> whoop whoop whoop. whoop. <laughs> okay, there we go. Man, fuck the Lions. <laughs> really? <laughs> Zach, tell everybody what your prediction for right, the Lions so, was. So I put the over. Man, here's this thing. If you're from Detroit. I lived with this team for 33 years, man, through um, through Eric Kramer and Rodney Pete and Andre Ware and Joey Harrington. Speaking of Joey Harrington, when I wrestled Brock Lesnar at Joe Louis Arena, Joey Harrington was backstage and he was the quarterback for the Lions at the time. And this, were you marking out, dude? No, he marked out for me, bro. There you go. Oh, okay. he marked out for me. All five foot seven of them, dude. All 145 pounds. This is the smallest little, little dude I've ever seen. I don't know that I realize that. Bro. He, I don't know. He was like 6'3. Dude, he's tiny, bro. Tiny. Look hmm. that up. Man, look it up, man. I ain't worried about what his official well, stats are. I mean, you're about to go in the <laughs> ring with freaking Brock Lesnar. That's what I'm so. saying, dude. And this guy was a little dude. And I remember thinking, man, this is the quarterback for the Lions, man. This is going to lead our team to prominence, Super Bowl no. victory. 6'4. Hell, hey, no, 6'4. Man, 6'4 wearing. Kane's boots, bro. <laughs> that's what 
That's what I got he, those lifts, man. No, he, wearing cane, he was in Kane's boots when he took Yeah, when they he got, got listed as 6'4", dude. Oh, this, man. This dude is little, bro. I'm telling you. Standing next to Hornswoggle, you wouldn't be able to tell if they were back-to-back <laughs> who is who. All right? So anyway, so I grew up, but every single year you come back as a Lions fan. And every single year it's like, man, if they just put it together, this they is... have a talent, the, the coaching is there. Uh, just put it all together and let's see what can happen. But, but there was nothing this year to say. There to was, no, bro. There wasn't. Because they drafted on the line, so they shored up both sides of the line. But they Ansa, reached. Levy was, Levy was coming back healthy. Dead. Uh, the corner was <laughs> dead. <Yeah>. Ansa. Dead. <laughs> dead. Yeah, dead. Levy. Dead. Their cornerbacks were amazing last year. An amazing secondary life for the first time in my life. They had a great secondary. So mm-hmm. their defense, uh, Coach Austin, the defensive coordinator, man, took that team and made them a, a, a defensive force, mm-hmm. right? When Sue was here, when he had Sue to anchor that line. When Sue he had and Sue uh, who was and that fairly. Hey, fairly but, then, yeah. but then Sue uh, uh, cashed, cashed, hammered them checks, then died. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So yeah. He stopped giving a fuck, man. He lives in Miami, bro. He's yeah. at them strip clubs, dude, next to Rick Mahorn, dude. That's where <laughs> yeah. Sue is right How's now. he doing in Miami? Yeah. He's a piece, dog shit, he's dude. A piece of shit. He's dog shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Sue sucks. He's, and he's caused nothing but problems down there, too. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they don't that. like him. They no. don't like him or his contract down yeah. there. Yeah. Um. So... And, and on the offensive side, right, so Megatron retires, but you say to yourself, all right, we got Marvin Jones, man. Yeah. Megatron um, wasn't oh, playing And, and not, he... not, I'm not saying to replace Megatron because you cannot replace that type of force, hmm. but when you have, uh, uh, when you go from two or three options, which you had with Megatron and uh, Ebron and um, uh, Golden Tate last year, so now you're going about five options. Ebron's right? trash, dude. Not, but listen, now this is going to be Ebron's breakout year because you got Ebron catching balls. Uh, um, Golden Tate's going to be, you know, Golden Tate believes that he's a number one receiver. He believes that he, he what, got benched. Yeah, game. what happened this past week? Well, man? no, because no one else in the world believes he's a number one receiver. <laughs> yeah. That's the problem. The coaches don't believe it. Right. Matthew Stafford doesn't he believe. Ran, well, he didn't he run ran. the right route. Yeah, did he? yeah. No. and Stafford threw a pick. Your yeah. field general, man. So he here's the thing: fucking Stafford, Stafford coming in super healthy. He was going to have options. Golden Tate, Marvin Jones, no R- offensive Riddick, line. Riddick coming out of the backfield. Abdullah in the back, hacking and slashing. Abdullah the butcher. Um, taking care of defenses. Ebron's over the. Uh, Ebron's lined up in the slot. Ebron is he lined up in the trash, slot, bro. All six foot nine of them in Ebron, the slot, guys. Ebron is this was trash. going to be the year. So I put the over. Anquan Bolden on the outside, fucking ninety five years old. Anquan Bolden, hands of just stone, just sure. Anquan Bolden's probably the best receiver they have right now. No, Marvin Jones, but. Listen, that's fucking sad, dude. He's, he's fifty-five years old. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just for the record, Eric Ebron's six-four. He's the same height as Joey. And Harrington. he fucking blows. <laughs> so <laughs> fucking awful. So I put the over/under at ten and six this year for the Lions. No, you you said eleven. Double, and I'm gonna double, find did it. I say eleven? You said eleven. No, 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 I put it at ten and six, but I took the over, so it was eleven. I said the over. <laughs> I said the over/under was six, and I was going to take the under for wins. Six wins? Well, I, I said they're going to have five said, wins. I said ten wins. <laughs> well, after five. that first game, I thought they could have been a ten-win season. They, Thank their you. The Colts fucking blow. The Colts blow two. Yeah. No offensive line, no defense. The same thing as Chicago, the same thing as the Lions. They're all just going to beat each other. They're Here's the only what teams I'm saying. Beat. How are you going to lose 
to a trash bear team with fucking Hoyer as their starting they're, quarterback, they're ba- bro. Their backup quarterback, their like sixth string running back. Elshon Jeffrey's on like one leg. Triple je- tri- triple triple digits for uh for Howard, the running back, dude. I didn't even heard of this dude before. <laughs> I, I played game. him in DraftKings. I told you that. <laughs> <laughs> There's a strategy. You always play whoever the Lions are playing, their tight yeah. end and their running back. Here we go. Always. Oh. So if makes you do, sense. If, if you do da- <laughs> always. daily weekly, that's a good idea. Um not daily weekly, but weekly uh, fantasy. Um so here's the thing. It's Darren con- Sproles this week. Derek Sproles? Darren Sproles. Darren Sproles. Against the Lions. Mm. Oh. Feast. Is he eating or what? Is he yeah. eating? So somebody's getting off. Phillies, yeah. All right, so here's the thing. We're in a contract year for Matthew Stafford. After this year, they're saying no matter what happens this year, as long as he stays healthy, he's going to sign the highest paid Contract in NFL history. Do you do that? Which is the worst. If, if you're, if shit you're, I've ever heard. If you're life. Martha Ford, if you're Bob Quinn, do you do that? No. No. Because what's else the bottom it? line? What's the bottom line? Is he going to win a championship with you? Nope. Who you so then, what's the point of paying who, him? Who are you going to start next year, man? Doesn't matter. Draft somebody. Dan Orlovsky. That draft bum? somebody. <laughs> I start Zach Gowan and Madden, dude. There you go. Ra- That's right. I got, a, I got a, that thirty-three-year-old rookie. I got a rating of sixty-five. Well, see, here's the thing. I came, you know, I came out of Eastern. And I was highly touted as a great quarterback, mm-hmm. uh, but then I got hurt, and then I fell into like, a bad lifestyle, and I couldn't get my life together. Johnny Manziel esque. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But I got my shit together, right, and right. I trained real hard. Unlike and, Johnny. Uh, unlike Johnny. And I signed. <laughs> I signed onto the practice squad with the Lions, man, because of my home. Worked your way up. Worked my way up. And now Stafford's hurt. And I'm starting quarterback like you were setting up the ring you know what i'm saying mm. and then pay you know, my dues then, they gave you, then you give you that pre-show <laughs> yeah you know what i mean then you work the pre-show then you set up the ring again for a little bit bro we then live, they put you on bro we live in the future bro <laughs> <laughs> you know what i mean you gotta, you gotta <laughs> talk on the side of that thing we live in the future bro there you go <laughs> i don't know why you just went that way, but whatever <laughs> i'm a 33 year old father bro isn't that amazing ever think about that I don't because I'm not. I'm not no, a not about be the father, but just like all the access to everything we have nowadays. How amazing it is, dude! You know what I but did I today? Think it's I went to the Verizon a bad, store. Bad way. That's great, dude. I went to the Verizon store. I put on a virtual reality headset. What it is? It's a phone hooked. It's just a regular yeah, ass phone that has here. VR capabilities, and then you put the Oculus Rift or whatever it is over it. And it syncs together, and then you just walk around. Just another toy to make sure that you reality, don't ever leave bro. your fucking house ever, bro. It, These you, kids you, don't leave the house. You gotta take ownership, man. When this, you were this, when this you were growing why. up, if you drove down the street, kids would be moving their street no, hockey no, no, nets. No, 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 no. They'd be hooping outside. They'd be jumping on the trampolines. I see trampolines, Rick. Rick, the, the yeah, people next door to Rick has a fucking. Is he ever out on that thing? No, no. He's, he's got his kids like every other week. I see. Yeah. Uh, they no. stop. They stop using. They it. I, I, use I see it, more yeah. trampoline frames than actual trampoline yeah. with yeah. them, and that's sad, dude. Mm-hmm. Um, nobody, nobody plays outside anymore. Well, I t- here's it, it comes down to lack of uh, a strong male father figure roles in these kids' lives. Sure. To me, that's what it comes down to. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that and that's an epidemic. Fucking Pokemon Go got him it's, out of the house for a couple not, of weeks at least. Yep. 
there's still but a Pokemon, the phone. Yeah. But, but Pokemon Go is a different background. But Pokemon Go isn't isn't going to teach you how to shave, mm-hmm. teach you how to uh, give a handshake, isn't going to teach you how to uh, uh, tie a tie. tie, tie. How to tie a tie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had to Google how to tie a tie. Google's more of a dad than my dad was. You see what I'm saying? And this is what these kids are finding out. That's sad. And I don't want them to go through what I went through. Um, and so uh, they're not going to teach them. Pokemon Go isn't going to teach them how to conduct themselves in a job interview. Um, you know, and so what it comes down to is a fo- we have to put a focus on family, put a focus on education, put a focus on uh, uh, role models and, and people that can be hands on and show these kids, you know, as these kids progress and grow. Um, we, we don't have we, it's an epidemic, man. It's not about Black Lives Matter, All Lives Matter, racist cops. These are all um, all of this shit is is just symptoms of the problem. It's just symptoms of the problem, mm-hmm. right? Just like alcoholism, uh, drug addiction, the drugs are just a symptom of what the real issue is. And I think as America, what we need to do is come together and focus on the real issues, come together, build this country back up, starting with the kids, starting starting before. Man, I got the microphone, man. I don't know why you're holding <laughs> I'm holding the microphone. <laughs> because about I'm, to sing. I'm yeah. on a jag, man. Yeah. This is what we need to do. We, we're, we're so, we're on the Facebook. Listen, I was at the Kanye West concert. We're on the floor, right? And then if you never got off Facebook, if you never got off Twitter, you would think, you know, if you vote for Trump, you're racist, Black Lives Matter this, everybody hates each other that. Listen, I'm on the floor. Joe Lucerina, Joe Lucerina, Kanye West in the pit. Black, white, green. I got this. I got this Arabic dude on his knees, his hands in the air, having a spiritual experience. We're rallying around him. We're jumping around. It is nothing but absolute love. Um, at Kanye. At Kanye, man. It was a real life pit. It was a mosh pit, but it there was no uh, animosity or violence behind it. It was violent, but there wasn't. It wasn't vitriolic. But was that something that Kanye this got is, him to do, or he just started doing it because the magic. Of Kanye West. Oh, and this stop is it, bro. Why, <laughs> this is why, bro, Kanye stepped into something. And this is why I'm voting for Kanye in 2020. <laughs> he will bring the country together, dude. I, I have. A, Kanye will bring the country together more than Hillary, more than Trump, more than whatever asshole. He's married coming to Kim Kardashian, bro. Kim Kardashian. Kanye used to rap back in the day about how he was going to marry a porn star. He oh, uh, manifest your motherfucking destiny, man. <laughs> and that's what Kanye did, dude. I, Tell me I'm wrong. I don't necessarily agree with you. This mic <laughs> is supposed to be on this table. Yeah, I know I'm you're holding it. I know, dude. You're on. That's power, man. You're on, dude. That's I, powerful. You know. <laughs> now, now, I will say that I've been to a lot of uh, really cool sporting events and a lot of really cool entertainment events. Jay but loves I've, him some Kanye, too. I've. Well, I do love me some Kanye, you have but to. I've had more transcendent moments at concerts than I've had at any of those. Oh, right. absolutely. Music is it feeds the soul. I, I totally it. agree with that. I agree. Um, you know what was the best concert I ever I ever went to, and you guys are probably going to shit all over me? Beach Boys. <laughs> no, no, but that would probably be, be pretty good. <laughs> it would be. Uh, it was John beach. Mayer. Really? Yeah. Really? All yeah. Right, bro. Right. Um, shit on you. He's ready to vote for Kanye. Right. I say well, John Mayer. You, you guys your, just took you a had, shit. You, Set your mic down. All right, bro. It's your turn. <laughs> John Mayer? He's the best, man. How so? He's the best. Singer-songwriter. Yeah. He's just so talented. Okay. So talented. I'm <laughs> not going to disagree with his talent. He is, man. Where, where, did, you, where yeah. did you see him? Uh, I think it was DTE. So it was a big venue, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Was He's there big. a lot of marijuana being smoked outside? Uh, not as much by as you John Mayer. <laughs> not as much as you would no. think. No, it was really good, man. I, I saw Dave Matthews once at DT, and I kind of associate the two: Dave Matthews, John Mayer. I'm and not a big Dave Matthews. Really? Fan. Oh, there no. was uh, that. Of all the concerts I've gone to, that had to have been, been some hot chicks at a Dave Matthews concert. I bet. There, uh, well, I what concert, about a concert? But, country but, concert. I can't fuck with. <laughs> they're stupid bitches, man, but yeah, they're they're hot. This, the this is one reason why I'm an NASCAR fan. Can't. Oh, stop. <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> oh. I always throw something out at you, man. Oh. Like the time I went to Beyonce. <laughs> oh. Bought the damn tickets. NASCAR. Would you ever go to a NASCAR event? Dude, if you I, I would with my if my kid wanted to go, I would see it as an opportunity to to kind of share experience with Dude, my it's son. horsepower, man. Yeah. It's cool. My my kid my well, my okay. four, I mean my kid's four years old, so he loves race cars. So yeah. he loves the, the car cars movie, yeah, all that stuff. So if you wanted to oh, go, there you go. Yeah. I, I'd take him. Uh it's not something somebody I, calls you up and says they have two free tickets nah, I'm you and I'm good, cuz. Exactly. Good. I'm yes. good. Okay. I think it's awful. I mean, I can't think of anything worse. No, no I used to watch NASCAR. I used to watch IndyCar when I was a kid. Bro, how? I used to watch F1 because there's Dude, mad strategy. There's yeah. mad. Talk about the fuel. So talk about drafting. So no, much engineering bro. going no, on not, in there. Now you just, just sound ignorant, man. All now no, you just sound it's, like it's, someone who says, oh, you watch that fake fake wrestling no, shit? Man. They just, they just oiled sorry. up and they're in tights mm. and they roll around each yeah, other. They know how to fall. They know how to fall. No, just like soccer. Yeah. Soccer's tough, Soccer's lit, bro. Soccer's tough, too. I don't want to watch it. Soccer, I, I, lit, I give bro. soccer a chance. Every how can now and you then. how can you like hockey but not like soccer? Hockey's oh, hockey's ten moving times so much. No, ten yeah. times it's, faster. It's it's it's, it's ten strategy, times man. faster, man. Yeah, no, I'm ignorant I, right now. Bro. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. Ignorant, Hockey, hockey's a good sport, man. Soccer, not so much. Hockey's just too much too much relied on luck. A, 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 a puck bounces off a skate and goes in, and that counts, and it's uh, it off off the elbow and all this. There's too much luck involved, man. Those are probably for, waved from, off. Yeah, they're not <laughs> waved off, man. It, it, it's whatever, dude. It's just it, to me, it's too much luck involved for me to really be invested into. Although uh, as a kid growing up in Detroit in the '90s, man, mm-hmm. the, uh, the the Russian Five, dude, Dino Cicerelli, friggin'. Uh, Re- redirecting shots, standing in front of the goalie—that's not luck, dude. Holmstrom, Holmstrom doing no, the same thing. Nah, that's a skill. Like I, I could never understand. The hand-eye that. coordination they have yeah. is unbelievable. Unbelievable. The white people, man. <laughs> <laughs> they just want to dance, man. <laughs> There's no dancing in hockey. There's no dancing in hockey. Nope. Dude. It's all fun. Raise your stick, oh, man. Uh, <laughs> that's all I got, man. <laughs> we want to go through some events here. Nope. No. No. What do you got coming up this weekend? Nothing. Nothing? Well, we'll get it on the web plate. Uh, real quick, we got XICW 215, Best in Detroit 17, this Saturday, October 8th, at the Imperial House in Clinton I'll be Township. There. I'll be at that one. Yep. I'll yep. be at that GQ, one. GQ, you're at that one? I am. GQ's wrestling the badass Billy Gunn, dude. Mr. Yep. Ass. Yeah, and then uh, Jake's taking on Carlito. Yep, that's gonna and, be a great uh, event. Be at that event. Johnny Devine is who's Johnny Devine taking on Willie Watts. Willie man. Watts. That's gonna be okay. a barn burner. Yep. So. I think we got the. Uh, yeah, right. Yeah. Who else? Who else? Who else? <laughs> oh, we got the the Monroes or ta- well, basically the the uh, what Black Wrestlers Matter. Black rest. I forget what they call it. So, but it's uh, oh, yeah. it's your guy. Uh, Oh, man, fuck Xavier Walker. <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's Super Future, bro. Super, Super Future, yeah, versus the Monroes. Yeah. So be Palmer that cool, though. Palmer's Palmer, cool, yeah. 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 Palmer's cool. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to be uh, uh, IWA Mid-South, Clarksville, Indiana on Thursday. Mm-hmm. Saturday, what we're talking about, uh, Clinton Township, Michigan for XICW. 
Sunday, I'm going to be uh, big time pro wrestling in Chesapeake, Ohio, which is right on the border of uh, West Virginia. Okay. Uh, so if you're if you're listening, come check me out. Come Absolutely. say hi. I love. Uh, you know what I love, man? I love when when I love fans, dude. I love when people come up and they're like, "Hey, you know, I'm a, I'm a fan of yours." Even if even if they don't buy anything, right? Because I certainly didn't get into uh, wrestling to be rich. Because uh, if that was the case, then I would have been right. out a long time yeah, ago, right. dude. Yeah, you see right. what I'm saying? But it's not but, why I got into podcasting I, I like, either. I like to think of, oh god, yeah. you got it about ten years too late, bro. Yeah. Oh yeah, um, yeah. I did. I did got in wrestling ten years too late, but uh, I've been around for ten years too long. <laughs> but uh, uh, when, when somebody comes up and they say, "Hey, man, uh, you know, I really respect your work. I respect what you do, and your story resonates with me." Um, uh, wrestling match resonates with me and, and, and made me feel a certain way. Like I always, I always try to acknowledge that because that takes a lot of uh, a courage to come up to someone just cold like that, mm-hmm. so without any previous For sure. relationship, and just to be like, especially hey, nowadays, yeah, I feel like right, and, and almost in a vulnerable state because I can be like, eh, hey, fuck you, you know what I mean? Right. Like as a fan, you don't know what what how I'm gonna yeah. react, There's but they'll hit that. you, but they'll hit you up on Twitter and they'll hit you up on Facebook or Instagram right. or whatever, but right. they. Coming up to you is just a little it bit face more to face is yeah. a different well, thing. Well, that's man. that's another thing our our uh, society is lacking is the ability to interact in person. Uh, I sure. feel like that's uh, everything. Well, social goes, media is taking away. Well, from talking us. to a girl, man, you can't even. It goes back oh, to lack of fathers, why, man. It yeah. goes back to putting the focus on family and education. Like this is what this is all I preach, man. This because this is what I see. I, I I'm 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 in the schools. I'm I'm mm-hmm. with the kids. Uh, I've I've experienced it in my own life. Uh, I experienced it with my own kids, and the, with the the gift to be able to be present for my own uh, two boys when I never I never had that foundation growing up uh, is an absolute uh, gift, and I'm very grateful for that. Um, and that re- really kind of comes from a foundation in professional wrestling, because without professional wrestling, then this wouldn't have happened. That wouldn't have happened. I wouldn't have the chain of events wouldn't have occurred for me to now be. Uh, a super uh, content and useful and efficient dad. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, as well as a worker too, talking to the kids and, and, and traveling the country doing that. But um, so I mean, it all comes back to wrestling. So anytime I can uh, uh, participate in professional wrestling, uh, uh, I can tap into the magic of professional wrestling. Something that meant so much to me as a kid growing up. Uh, it's an absolute honor. Uh, so if you're if you're in Louisville. Detroit, Chesapeake, Ohio. This week, this weekend, please come see me, say hi, and uh, we'll, I'll, I'll make the uh, the experience the best I possibly can make it. You cool with people bringing you their uh, fantasy football lineup and running through? Bring, uh, yeah, man. What, bring bring whatever, dude. If you have any questions at all, I'd be happy to share my expertise. with you. <laughs> I think you. that's where. Yeah. I'll tell. Yeah. Pick up Kenneth Dixon, uh, and then stash. Don't, don't pick stash, up Kenneth Dixon. <laughs> stash Arian. Stash Arian Foster because the second half of the season is going to be bitching for him. You think? No, that dude blow. He's gonna blow his knee out like Adrian Peterson. Or Peterson his hamstring. Listen, yeah. we'll write this down. Kenneth or... Dixon, top five next year. Next year. Okay, I'll give you ten to one odds for ten bucks. <laughs> I there's a shake. All right, no, no, no. All right, top ten, top ten. Hey, what? <laughs> <laughs> top ten. I'll take it. You want to take top ten? Ten to one for ten. Five to one. Five to one. Five to one for ten. You the you upped it. I cut it. The you, fuck is a five? You to cut one. it in half. That ain't even worth my time, bro. That's not even worth my time. Well, you changed the bet already. I don't man. get out of bed for that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. uh, hey, real quick, man. You had uh, DDP in town. How'd oh, that go? Oh yeah, dude. That was that was super legit. Um, 
So I'm a certified DDP yoga instructor. DDP yoga has been uh, transformative in my life in terms of being a professional wrestler. Uh, in terms of just yeah, man. But for someone with one leg, uh, and because I I face so many challenges in terms of working out, um, so many obstacles that I have to navigate through. Which I, I I'm not I'm not bitching because I have I have an opportunity to do that. But DDP yoga just makes it that much easier for me, um, and w- and the the stretching and the core strength conditioning and uh, the balance and all and the and the, uh, the 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 no impact cardio, all of that for someone with one leg, hip problems, knee problems, back problems, uh, uh, certainly is is worth my while. So I I'm 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 not a salesperson. It's just something that I do and something I believe in and something I want to tell people uh, about. Don't, I don't think you. You don't need to put the sales spin yeah, on it, dude. I'm not Everyone trying. sees you. You're jacked as fuck right now. Dude, I feel good, man. Yeah. And that's thanks to DDP. Um, so we had him in town to run a workshop, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, it, it was a great event. DDP, and I did local media with DDP, so we're on local I news, Channel 7. That was awesome. cool. Yeah, Very was cool, awesome. man. Yeah, thanks. That's cool. That was cool. Right, right before I went on, I was nervous, and I was like, then I started laughing because... I was thinking to myself, what would my 14-year-old self think right now? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. I'm like sitting next yeah. to Diamond Dallas Page ready to get interviewed on the news. <laughs> so I started laughing at the at that thought, at that notion, and then that's when they cut the camera to me. So, oh, so my first thought is like, just me like with a big the cheesy-ass shit grin. grin yeah, on I, remember, I, I remember that. <laughs> no, but, no, but on a different note, like on the, well, on the same note, um, that's like my favorite thing about professional wrestling. It's like sometimes, like I haven't hit that, like had the mark out moment for like the Billy Gunn thing mm-hmm. yet, you know. And I don't know if or when I will, but like when I do have that, it's only happened like a couple times. But, but when you do and you have a really good match and mm-hmm. you know the whole nine, that's my favorite part of professional wrestling is like that yeah. feeling that like, like, like man, if you if I would have told myself when I was fourteen years old that I'd be wrestling like i saw i used to watch zach on tv i mm-hmm. watched zach I, I knew he was from livonia i was like oh my god he's from you know what i mean he's from livonia i'm from livonia i used to wrestle dave manzo in the backyard bro yeah and i he was one of, dave manzo was my <laughs> one of my best friends <laughs> yep. and we used to always backyard wrestle and then he was really good friends with casey king and casey yeah. king was his uh his brother was right. friends with zach so it was this and tangled web thing. but i never met zach here's oh. the thing you can't and in, in professional wrestling, you um, you obviously come in as a huge mark, but then you have to like bury that deep. Oh yeah, as you're as you're as you're learning and as you're kind of. But once you get to a place, and it feels good to get a, to a place in your career when you can kind of like revert back to that mark shit. You're allowed to. Oh yeah, because yeah. because who I I can say or do whatever I want. Right. I'm in that position. Nobody can. I'm not affected by anything or anybody, and, and I'm, I, I'm like on my own little island, so to speak, uh, where I'm the king of my own little island, you know. Um, and that's and, and so I so when I see DDP, dude, we're we're driving back from lunch, and I'm asking him about Halloween Havoc '98 and that match with Bill Goldberg, and it was Bill Goldberg. <laughs> I don't give a shit. Right. I don't care anymore, right, dude. Right. I'm 33 years old. I'm established. Mm-hmm. My my legacy is cemented in terms of what i You I've got done. questions that need to be answered, I got man. questions, right? <laughs> so it wouldn't be appropriate for 20-year-old Zach to ask no, these questions, no. yeah. just trying to get into the business. But as 33-year-old Zach, or as someone like GQ, who's not quite as old as I am, but uh, established as one of the top-tier talents, yep. uh, you can act like that. So it's it's almost like a testament to where you're at position wise within the business, um, and so it adds a certain level of a uh, uh, of, of a genuine you know uh, good 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 feeling to uh, to where you're at. 
for sure. Cool. Looked like you, had, you guys had a good turnout. Oh, yeah. Great turnout, man. We had 72 paid. Wow. Uh, 80, at 70 a pop. At 70 a pop. Holy. Yeah. yeah. 70 yeah. a pop. Right. So, that's, uh, so there was some serious money you throw, being 70 thrown. 70 a bang. 70 a bang, man. <laughs> what was cool was, and then uh, we I used that as a platform to advertise my, my class. Uh, so we got some new students, which is sweet. Uh, and what really neat, more than half of the uh, people there, first time they've ever done UDP yoga. Yeah. First time. Um, and so that was their kind of first experience was the man himself, Diamond Dallas Page, leading him through a workout. Yeah, that's him, awesome. Giving him like an inspirational that's, That'll look, yeah. DDP yeah, was, was cussing on, the, on Channel 7, man. He didn't yeah. give a shit. No, he, he don't care. I don't, no, <laughs> that, that's a beautiful part. That's that's the best part about getting older is that you don't care. Right, you just run you out of ass. You just start man. going. <laughs> because it's, it takes more energy to care mm-hmm. than it does to not care. And when, when, wherever that shift changes, that's when you become a man. Yeah, I'm still reminding myself. That's of that. when you become a man. <laughs> yeah, I, don't I get, give a I get shit. worked up about. Dude, shit. I was at this. Uh, I was at this uh, cancer uh, uh, thing for uh, JD. Oh right. Um, the cancer for comedy thing, mm-hmm. and they assigned. And I was, I was just meeting people and and selling some pictures and, and stuff like that. Uh, and they assigned this girl to my table to kind of help me run run my table, which I was appreciative of. Um, and so halfway through the thing, and I'm meeting everybody, I'm saying not everybody, we're, we're comparing, you know, like cancer scars and training war stories and stuff. It's a really powerful event. Uh, this girl next to me, she goes, uh, who's helping me run the table, she said, she goes, Zach, you know, what I like about you is that you're just so nice to everyone. Like how, like that's, it's refreshing to see. And I, and I said, well, it's not, it's not like a virtuous act. It's not something that I'm trying to do. It's just that it takes more energy to be a dick than it does to be nice at this yep. point in my yeah, life. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's just that I'm lazy. That's all it is. <laughs> just, Too lazy just, to be a dick. Yeah, I'm just, it's just easier to like be genuine and be present and be nice to yeah. people, you know. Cool. Well, people forget nice. like your core values of when you, when you grew up. Like I found that like especially at work, but you know you you'll be walking side by side with somebody, or you know what I mean, the opposite way is somebody on a sidewalk, and they will do everything that they can. They'll look at fucking oh, an yeah. imaginary UFO up in the in the in the oh, sky yeah. rather than look you in the eye and give you like a half-ass smile. You know what I mean? Like people are that afraid of communication of you know what I mean? Especially the second or third time you pass them in the hall that day. Like, oh man, I already said hi to this dude. Like, I work out <laughs> or, next to the same or you people didn't say hi every to right, single yeah. day. Oh, crap, gym, I haven't yet. And people don't <laughs> yeah. talk to me. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't know. It's weird. But yeah. I don't talk to them either, so I guess I'm part of the problem. <laughs> <laughs> I'm look in the mirror, bro. <laughs> gotta work on that smile, dude. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> All right, you guys got anything else? Not no. All right, let's take out. Jay, you got anything? No. Uh, show this weekend, trial next week. Good times. Yeah, we got the oh, uh, uh, Proving Grounds. Proving, yeah, Proving Grounds is yep. Sunday at the Ritz, and then uh, Detroit Style Wrestling is, is uh, this Friday at the VFW Hall in Allen Park. And then the next two weekends, the next two weekends are Theater Bazaar. Friday and Saturday, October 15th and 16th, followed by uh, the following weekend, Friday and Saturday, October 21st, 22nd. I believe the 15th is sold out. I think the Saturdays still have a few tickets, and I think the Friday, the 21st, is about to be sold out. So if you want some tickets to go to the biggest Halloween party in Detroit, Theater Bazaar, you better get online and get those. That's all I got, too, guys. I appreciate you coming out. Kind of jumped around on some topics, but uh, you got something, GQ? No. You good? No. Okay, man. All right, let's get out of here, man. Second dick. <laughs>